Hello everyone and welcome aboard the Gilded Lily. If you're new to the show, we are an improvisational and collaborative storytelling podcast that's focused on telling fun, character-driven stories. Now, what does that mean? Well, we sit down here at our desks, pick up a quill and pretend to be someone we're not, using these uh, funny-shaped rocks with numbers on them. We're here to weave a tale for you to enjoy. Second by second, line by line. This one here is about a few college roommates who abandon higher education and accidentally become pirates. Well, hopefully the good kind. Our story is being told with a game system you may or may not be familiar with. Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition. We loosely rely on this system to tell our own stories independent of the lore and problematic content that often comes with these dungeons and dragons as you pull them out of the box. In short, it just means that we use dice to decide what happens next to our funny little characters. What adventures will our rascals get into this week? Well, let's roll some dice and find out together. last left off would anyone like to give me a very brief recap of what just happened hmm. um, what did we do again <laughs> we, just, we just ran away from potential death what did problem. we do again happened I, 20 minutes ago not potential death inevitable death i said probable i changed it I no changed. inevitable death that's it's certain doom i'm drawing a blank here so <laughs> last we time oh, the ship. Oh, last love. time on the gilded lily we saw a ship, and it was full of ice, and it was all wrecks. Then we decided to get out and go check it. And then there was some tentacle stuff. Can't I? Um, anyway, we discovered that it's a abysmal, and that's no bueno. So we decided to go back. And now we're deciding, and then we're deciding what oh. to do. And then we heard tapping, tapping, the tapping. Yep. Oh, yeah. And we heard Morse code. Yep, you heard a uh, tapping in, it was SOS, in Morse code. Yeah, so we cut back in with Kothak just finishing the phrase. Oh, fuck. That's an SOS. Ioana, what would you like to do right now? You're still Azure Octopus. You didn't hear what he just said, but you can hear the tapping. Now, you're still in the octopus. You can still hear the rhythmic tapping on the walls. And then after about a minute, it stops. Okay, I'm going to say out loud... If you want me to send Holly to look for the source of the tapping, somebody tap me on the right shoulder. Does anyone tap her on the shoulder? Poke, poke. Okay, then. If they poke me in the right shoulder, then I'm going to send Holly down into the ship and uh, have her try and find the source of this sound. Okay. So the ship ahead of you, as you kind of crawl around the side, you can see that the ship is, imagine like a four-tiered thing. You have the upper deck, Mm -hmm. the main deck, which looks like some kind of entertainment space. And then the deck below, you can tell it's where the rooms were, the lodging, because the ship has been cut in half 
literally splitting two rooms down the middle. And then beneath that is the lower deck where you can see these kind of crates and barrels kind of floating. Which deck would you like to check out? I think I would start with one of the rooms because if there is somebody surviving, they're probably not in one of the big open spaces, which would be completely flooded, but there is probably like a pocket of air trapped in some sealed room. So I would start with smaller chambers and try to figure out if there's somebody there. Okay, so you swim down into the dark and decrepit hallway where all of the kind of lodging spaces are. The ship is very long, so as you round the corner and you see darkness ahead. To your left and to your right, there are just rooms, one after the other after the other. You can probably see there's about 10 heading straight mm-hmm. forward. Some doors are open, some doors are closed. What would you like to do? Well, if the doors are open, then I will be able to see inside and just see if there is like a pocket of air by the ceiling of this chamber. But I don't want to kind of open any additional doors in case it actually, you know, floods it completely. <laughs> Accidentally kill them all. Yeah, that would suck for the person inside. I came to rescue you. So I'm just going to check the spaces that I can see, but also carefully like try to listen for more of the tapping. Okay, so roll me a perception check as you investigate forward. Okay, then. God damn it, eight. As you go from room to room, you can kind of see that each one of these rooms, one, they were all very finely furnished before the ship got wrecked because everything here is kind of clearly soggy and waterlogged and torn and ripped up. But you can tell at one point these were probably fine furnishings. You go through half a dozen rooms, each one door ajar and each one empty. You don't hear any banging or knocking from the three closed doors. And at the very end of this hall, there's one door ahead of you. It's slightly ajar. Would you like to make your way in? Yes, absolutely. If I can get in, yes. As you make your way in a little bit further, you kind of slip into this dark and ahead of you, you can kind of see a stairwell that looks like it might lead up to somewhere. It goes off to your right. You're not sure quite where. What was your perception? 11? No, eight. Oh, eight. Ooh, okay. Oh. Looking through the space, nothing quite catches your eye. There are little bits of glimmers of gold coins and just stuff floating in the air. Broken bits of wood against the ceiling of this one room. You can see there's a body that has, is still kind of propped up against the ceiling. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do? I mean, wait, Octopus has like a beak, right? Mm-hmm. You can chomp. I don't want to chomp. I want to knock. I want Holly to Ooh. repeat the same sound pattern and check where the response is coming from. I'm basically, we're playing Marco Marco Polo Polo in the ship to find somebody. Okay. You start banging on the wall. Are you repeating the same pattern? I don't think I know how to send any other message. Wait, I can actually get this information. I speak out on the deck and I say, how do I tap to ask them to guide me to them? I want to tell the person making the tapping noise that somebody is there. How, how do I signal them? What's the pattern? What do I tap? You feel Kothak reach down and tap a pattern on your arm. Sure, absolutely. He doesn't, you don't know what it means, yeah. Like basically, I, I'm looking for something like, hello, question mark, or where are you, or something like that. Okay, so he taps this pattern onto your arm, and that's when we cut back to the deck of the ship. is kind of sitting there, focusing on her concentration inside of Holly. What are you two doing while this is happening? The ship is quiet and very tense. Oh, there's not much we can do until she figures out what's going on, and... If it, hopefully it's not a trap, you, you think it's a trap, Zira? I hope not. I I hope not. 
that thing that we ran away from. You don't think it can do something like this, right? It's not that smart. Oh, I don't really know its mental capacity. Uh, so it mm. could be super smart or it could be super dumb. Uh, not that I'm... And I, he, he looks around for some reason and he's like, not that I'm saying that you're stupid. <laughs> uh, um, so I guess we just play the waiting Ooh. game. So while you all are discussing this, Riley, you jump because you hear the familiar voice of Nadja. What you talking about? She like walked up behind you and her head is like hovering right over your shoulder. Oh, uh, nothing much. Just this seems a little fishy, right? So just to be on guard. Right, Sierra? Yeah, yeah. We're just making sure, you know, everything's okay. What are you up to? But you said the thing down there. What does that mean? Whatever did this shipwreck thing roll me a hmm i'll let you choose deception or performance performance if you're trying to hide the truth deception if you're trying to show to her you don't know anything wait performance for what now to hide you said yeah so performance to hide the fact that you know something deception to try and throw her off your scent performance yep performance regardless it's plus four. Oh yeah 21 Damn. 17 plus four she goes, well, that's no fun. All right, I gotta go to my fiddle. And she like starts to walk away. Do either of you do anything? At this point, Kothak has just finished tapping the pattern on Ioana and he's starting to stand up. I'm gonna just let her be. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to look at her. That was a close one. She walks away and we cut back to Ioana. You're now tapping this pattern. You're tapping it. And checking for a response and trying to figure out where it's coming from. Roll me a perception check or investigation, your pick. Well, obviously I'm picking investigation. Are you kidding me? Eight. Eight. <laughs> I have plus five. <laughs> I keep rolling really low. You're tapping on the ship, nothing. If there are people here or anything here making this noise, it doesn't seem like it's anywhere near you. Okay, but you said that the ship was broken in half. Am I sure that I'm investigating the right half? You are because the half of the ship that you found the name on is where you felt the vibrations. Okay, okay. All right, then. Well, maybe I need to check a different deck. Let's go to the storage below. Okay, you climb down through the storage. Now, there's two ways you can do it. You can go out and around, or there's like a hole in the floor where something has clearly punctured through. Hole in the floor it is. Okay. That's more quicker. You squeeze through the little hole in the floor into the darkness. And roll me a perception check. Please don't fail me now. Now, that is a pretty decent roll. That is a 16. Okay, 16, you climb down into this little hole and take a peek around. Floating among the wreckage, there are, you know, barrels and crates and stuff that is just kind of broken open and fallen apart. A lot of it looks like some of it is food storage, some of it is gunpowder. You do notice, though, at this portion of the ship, something is broken and torn apart. Something very familiar to you. You can see sitting on the floor of this storage deck are two big, big black stone rings, each the same size, each matching the rough size and shape of the arcane cannon. Oh, shit. These look broken, though, and shattered. I do report that to the Lily, of course, as I see it. Do I see in this storage space any like nook, cranny, like separate compartment where somebody might be hiding? 
With your perception, I'm going to say that it's very clear here that this is an open airspace. All right. I need to, I'm going to tell people there on the Lily, unless somebody has any better ideas, I'm going to check the upper decks. I haven't found anybody in the quarters. I didn't find anybody in the storage, but maybe there is somebody hiding on the upper decks. I mean, if there is a ballroom, there has to be like kitchens or something. So maybe somebody's there. Okay. So you communicate all this information out. And there's kind of a brief pause. I guess you want to go up to the further decks? Yeah. Okay, you, I guess, go out and around. And as you reach this kind of open big chamber, you can see that it was probably some kind of ballroom at some point. there. But this room is filled with bodies. There are lots of them. You kind of get the sense that, so right as you peek around and see in this space, there's a very fine rug that is torn and tattered, like ripped in half and like stuck into pieces of the floor. There are bits of the floorboard jutting out and you can see that the mast from above has as it carried through the ship has been cracked in half here and torn through. Looking at the space, what would you like to accomplish right now? First of all, I would like Holly to go into stealth mode because if there are bodies, there could be creatures that came to eat them and I don't want to become another snack. And second of all, I would like to kind of move a a lot around the ballroom to see if there are any like separate compartments where there could be a pocket of air. Okay, so first looking around, roll me a perception check. Okay. Woo, 18. I'm finally rolling this perception. So right as you start to make your way into the space, something catches your eye immediately. At the back of the ship, there is a form that vaguely resembles a shark eating something. Ah. Back in the corner. Okay. Does it look like I would have any reason to go towards this corner? Is there like door leading to some enclosed space or does it like follow the shape of the hall and uh, it's just one big open space? It creates a corner specifically because there's a wall about halfway back Ah. through this room and there's a pair of double doors. Now, with your perception, you do notice something. Those double doors are frozen over and you can see that the ice traveling up the wall and out to the outside of the ship where the rest of the ice remains corresponds with a hole that has been punched in the side of the ship, roughly four or five feet in like diameter. Okay. Wait, sorry, I don't understand. Okay, to to set you a visual, it's very clear to you that the big tentacle went through you can see that there's a trail of ice moving along the wall that vaguely resembles a tentacle okay but it froze over the door so behind this door there may be something that's not flooded because it's frozen shut yeah shit oh is it below this dark room that i got into where there were stairs yes God damn it. Okay, I go back down. I'm not going to go talk to the shark. I'm going to like circle You're not around. Gonna talk to the shark. <laughs> hey, what's up? I don't think it would be. Speak to <laughs> animals. Oh, oh, friend, not food. I don't think it would be a very long conversation. I think that only work for fish. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you, yeah. you go down and around and make your way to the stairs. Yeah. And you notice the same, as you approach the stairs, do you gonna go up them? Yes, I am going to I'll go up the stairs and I'm gonna be knocking the signal that Kothak told me about so that I don't get Holly killed again. Okay, um, so you keep knocking this signal occasionally, no response. What does happen though, is as you climb your way up the stairs, you see that there is a single door that looks like it was leading down to where these rooms are. 
Mm-hmm. With that in mind, looking at the door, you can see that at the crack of the door and some some spaces along the hinges, there's frozen ice. And as you're looking at it, you see a piece break off and float up to the ceiling of this chamber. So maybe this door was also iced shut and now it's not and it's no longer hermetically sealed? No, no, it still looks pretty frozen over, but you can see the outer layer of ice is cracking and melting. Shit. Okay, we need to hurry. Can I knock on something next to this door to make the same noise and once again try to signal without breaking the ice even further? Yes, you kind of go over to the wall. Maybe it's like the hinge of the door and start tapping with your beak. And you hear And then you feel it really hard on the wall. Okay, I found them. I found somebody who's alive. Okay, I cannot... Hmm. It wouldn't be possible to drag this person out of there. You're deep enough that they might drown by the time you get them up. They might drown. This is pretty deep down. Okay, yeah. How cold is the water? For you, as as your octopus, it's comfortable. But around the ice, it's cold. But in the other places, it's temperate enough that I don't think if you're worried about them getting sick or something, it's not. No, no, no. I'm I'm worried about Johanna going after Holly. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask Kothak to help me message through Holly. Hold on. We'll let you out in a moment. Uh, or something like help is coming or something. That That's easy enough, I think, to accomplish. I'm going to bring Holly back with me because down there it's dark. And without Holly, I will be completely blind. And I'm going to tell Kothak, if we take a rowboat closer, I think I can get this person out. I think I'm strong enough swimmer to do that. I can cast a spell on myself that will make me move faster. And yeah, I think I can get them out. But we need to move fast. The ice is melting. Okay, so at that point, do you like pull your vision out of... Yeah. Okay, you pull your vision back, and we now settle on the deck of the Gilded Lily. Ioana, you're sitting on the ground, and Kothak is standing next to you, hand on his chin. He's kind of stroking the fur that lines just beneath his jaw. Riley and Zira, as she kind of proclaims this information, what do you two do? It's been a little Ioana heavy for a little bit, so I want to kind of pull you back into the fold. Yeah, 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 absolutely. He told us there's a person underneath yes yeah it would technically be on the second deck there's a what she would have communicated to you is there are a pair of double doors that likely lead to some kind of based on the look of them probably a kitchen they have been frozen over by ice and the bottom entrance to the kitchen is also frozen over so there is a pretty good chance someone might be frozen into that space okay do i hmm, is there some way to tell if i'm a better swimmer than all three of us well i don't think that there's um I don't think it's about us being able to swim fast. I think it's about them not being able to hold their breath for us to swim out. Well, I mean, the faster we swim, the less time they have to hold their breath, I mean, right? I mean, well, of course. Uh, so, you know, there's definitely magic that could teleport us, I get no? But I don't oh, have access to use, that. I can use Misty Step. Can I use Misty Step underwater? If you can see a place where you're going, sure. If I get to an opening, I just step as far Wait, as I can. I have an idea. Why don't we? Oh, I don't know if I can bring someone. I have an idea. Oh, well, how many times can you use shatter? Oh, my God. No. If you try and shatter it and make a nice line of sight, she could possibly swim down fast and then misty step out by looking. But how do we know if I'm not going to hurt them with the shatter? 
Mm. No, but you mean like shatter a section of the hall that's not immediately next to where the person is hiding, but further down so that we can see outside of the ship from the door? I guess. I don't know. It was just, you know. That would work. Just make a ton. Just because you said Misty Step uses line of sight, right? Yeah, I think it does. But can you take somebody with you when you misty step? Or is it just you? I believe you can. Oh, wait. No, that's something else. I don't have anything like that, by the way. Oh, I'm so happy you thought of this. Because I was like, I know Zira's going to try and teleport in there. And it's going to be good. But misty step is only... uh, It's visual, right? But I can do it three times. But it's visual still, right? Mm -hmm. If you wanted to do it, hypothetically, you might have to investigate the ship and find a way that you can see into the chamber. That's, we were saying that, we were saying if we could use shatter to shatter and make holes so that we can see directly. <laughs> um, I didn't mean to blow out my microphone, but I'm just imagining three people are like, imagine if there's like five or six people in this chamber and they're just like, oh, we're saved, we're sa- <laughs> Water comes pouring in. Um, uh, we didn't want to do it right where they were. We yeah, but close. Close to it. And wait, so wait, 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 wait. Vapa could also help us breathe underwater. True. Yeah, so we're going to cut back in. That That's exactly where I was going to pick up. Gives me time um, to name my markers. Okay. Um, I don't really have anything. I'm so happy you guys thought of that because it occurred to me as I was narrating. And I'm like, ooh, Zira could probably do this. And I wrote down a thing for it. And then... You immediately asked. Yes. Y'all are clever. Hmm, I'm still trying to think. How do you? Because what I have prepared, and what I can use, and how many times I can use it, aren't very useful. <laughs> um. Yeah. It makes you wonder why Vapa requested some help with the spell. <laughs> I gotta actually. Yeah, and I gave her two of my spell slots. Yes, I have three. Spells to use. Well, you know, a little bit more. Huh. Think, think, think. I mean, she doesn't have a lot of magic that can help here. If she gives us the, the breathe on the water thing, technically, like, what what is that? Does something... Oh, I like, have an idea. Is okay. this magic that lets us breathe underwater? Or yep. is it, like... So, so could... Breathe someone air like that's what, I was, thinking. that's what I was thinking. No, no. So what it does is water will fill your lungs, and it, your body becomes magically capable of extracting the oxygen from the water to keep you alive. Yeah. So you can't like give it to somebody else. Yeah, hey, I was thinking like breathe in, and then just you know. Is there okay. any way to expel that water from me? <laughs> um, climb out of the ocean. I kind of ruled that water breathing prevents you from getting the bends because if you like swam to the bottom in what do you know what the bends is i know what a bends is no so, i don't no, know, no, what the, no. Bends. The, the bends is when a scuba diver so like uh-huh. it's pretty well known if you work in like pipelines at the bottom of the ocean right they have uh-huh. these chambers that it's basically imagine it like a, a thing that goes all the way down uh-huh. right and then they hook you up with a dive suit that's modified to equal the compression of the oxygen down there and Mm -hmm. then you can do your work but after that you have to sit in a chamber that is slowly decompressed over time yeah because you can't come back up because if you you went down if you come back up 
quickly, your body can't recompress itself and you die. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know it was called the bends, but I know. Yeah, it's called it's called the bends. Your body will just kind of your internals will just kind of blow up. Are you seeing binge? Like you binge watch a show? No, like and... bend over, but the bends. Oh, the bends. So when you said bends okay. like Mercedes, that's the way I would say. Yeah, that's that's how I was. I was like, you said, do I know what a bends is? And I was like, uh, <laughs> I'm sure. Yes, we're not I don't think they have them in this world, though. <laughs> Not yet. We can corner the market. It's a really big animal that 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 is used to. No, pull it's a people. super nice like carriage. It's a super nice carriage. Hey there, everybody! Happy Monday once again. As you know, we have a lot of ways for you to support the show. Following us on Twitter, our Facebook page, or our website are all really great ways to help. Our editor Nikki is responsible for the cast edits on the show, so follow her as well at Beholder to No One on Twitter. She does really great work. If you'd like to support the production of the show, we also have artwork and merch on our Redbubble for sale. You'll find that linked in our episode description and linked on our website in the top right of the banner. No cross promotions today, but if you know of a show that could use a boost or have one yourself, let's get in touch. Let's get back to the show, shall we? How do we save these people or per- person people? I don't know. By the way, the, um, what... if you hate this situation, it was brought to you by the fans. Maybe we should have had Yona figure out how many people there were down there. Very true. And then we could be like, okay, there's only one person. Not a big deal. There's 50 people down there. Pretty big deal. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, All I'm saying is, like, how many people do we have on our ship? Like, they might, they might quote-unquote drown but like we can use cpr right away you know what i mean at least we'll get them out of the water well that depends on when they drown so like if they drown super fast they're dead by the time they get up this is a real world thing mythbusters kind of made this common knowledge but if you're in a car right and you drive off a bridge and it gets submerged in water Mm -hmm. what they tell you to do is as the car is going down roll your windows down if they're power window power windows and they freeze, what you have to do is shatter the window, look away, and hold your breath until the water stops flowing. Because the back pressure of the water is so strong, you will run out of air trying to swim through the hole faster than you would if you just waited and swam out on your own. So like if you guys spontaneously broke the pressure of that chamber without them mm-hmm. knowing, they might just drown immediately. But if there's like planning, it could work better. It could work worse. I mean, you might be able to find a way to get them out without actually putting them in the ocean, which would be really interesting. Is there a spell that like lets you have the effects of long rest but not actually long rest? How does does your misty step work? What did you say? He said, how does your misty step work? Any place that I can see up to 30 feet. Okay. um, I just teleport there. And people can teleport with you. No. No, that's a there's another spell for that. Called Dimension Door. Yeah, but that's only one okay. Okay, so uh, you can't But I can get to them faster. You can get to them faster, sure. Yeah, if you wanted to warp to them and um fill them in, that's a thing you could do. Fill them in. I mean, how long have they been in there? Oxygen-wise, I feel like you know they don't have much oxygen. They or limited supply. Well, if you're stuck in ice, I mean, does that count? Like, does that? They're gonna run out of air. 
if they're underwater, that means they're in a sealed vacuum, meaning there's only so much air they have right at this moment. Yep. And as they're breathing, they use it up. There's nothing. There's no way to get more oxygen in because it's vacuum sealed so that the water can't get in. So the longer we wait, are we just going to get there and be like, oh, fuck, they, they kind of died on us. Oops. I don't know. And then if we add you to the equation, you're also taking up some more oxygen. I think you're thinking a little too far ahead. <laughs> we just got to figure out how we can get them out. I think it'll be, I think we can get to them using all three of our brains, our big boy brains, but getting them out safely. Because, I mean, we can drag bodies out easily, but we want them to not just be bodies. <laughs> we want them to be alive at the end. What was the spell? Does she not have this? Oh, she does not. Is our swimming speed? What's our swimming speed? Same as our... Half your movement speed. Half. Okay. That's even worse. Yeah, it's bad. Underwater, anything underwater is bad. Riley definitely does not have anything to do with anything there because he... I'm looking at my spells, nothing. I got nothing to really help you. Cantrips oh. or actual spells wise. I had to pump someone. <laughs> Just out of there, but it won't work. This is going good Wait, so far. Do we, oh, if we have string or like a rope, how, how, look how, how much rope do we need to get there? And all we have to do is just swim the uh, rope down there and then everybody, and then be like, okay, get ready. Like hold on to the rope? Yeah, hold on to the rope and then have, then everybody up top could just, wait, 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 are we docked or is the, is, is the anchor down? Yeah. Hey, no problem. They've, they've been, hold on. They've been trying I'm to work their way big, through this I have mental a puzzle. Big brain, big brain thing. Do we have? Is our anchor up? It's down. It would have to be. Down. Otherwise, the ship would go away. I was thinking, uh, see if these physics, where as long as there's nothing, if there's nothing uh, down, if the sails are up, like not you know unfurled, if they're up and we have this, because I was gonna say if we can raise anchor, get the rope to them. Raise the anchor so that when everybody grabs the anchor, uh, grabs the rope, and then we just drop the anchor, and it kind of does like a little pulley thing. So as it drops, it pulls them to to us. You could, but that it makes would sense. be very slow. No, no, no. But we would have to have an opening through which they could be pulled. Yeah, yeah, but and there isn't one. Yeah, but we can make one easily with because we can't get it's the getting that we can get to them but we need to get them to us like we have to get them to the boat and i'm trying to think think like if we did that to you know rope and then have people pull or the anchor bit so that it just like wait but there is a simpler way to do it without anchor but the, the, the using the same idea so basically like i swim in taking the rope <laughs> the second end of the rope is on the ship and then when I get the guy out or gal, or, uh, wait, do we? We don't know. We have no idea. I, how many people? I have no that? idea. We have no idea how many people. But basically, we all grab Sorry. the rope, right? Yes. And you guys on the ship pull the rope and help us swim fast out of there before anybody can drown. Okay. Um. So I want to cut in right we, here. If I we thought can. that the anchor would be faster though, because you know it's just huge weight counterweight. Well, they have to crank it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, yeah, we crank it up and then 
we then we get it all set up so that re- when everybody grabs the rope, we just let the anchor go and it just drops. Gravity does all the work and it just drops. Counterweights. Oh, whoever's holding the rope. I gets, see. I see what you're saying. Okay. Okay. So let's let's cut it's, in it right be, here. We cut in with Joanna. Your eyes open and you can see everyone kind of standing around you. At this point, Vapa has made her way over, and Neil and a handful of like bog standard sailors are just kind of standing around and Kothak says so survivors yeah at least one person yes we can get to them through the cabins because through the ballroom there is a big ass shark and I don't want to meet it close up and personal and we can take them out of there I think I could swim this far so bad okay that's it's good news shark bad news but you know we can deal with that if we need to Vapa, are you equipped? Can we get down there? Do you have any way to bring them up? And she goes, um, again, with the supplies, I was more prepared for a fight than a rescue, but I, I do, I do have my final components for a water breathing spell. I can at least impart that on us to make sure we don't drown. And then we can kind of maybe work, work out this puzzle. Joanna, you said, what is their circumstance? You said they are frozen in there? Yes, the doors on both ends are frozen. I wouldn't touch the door by the shark, because shark, but the door leading to the lower deck, to the deck with the cabins, we should be able to crack through the ice, open the door, and get them out. Okay, um, I can give us water breathing to make sure we get down there just fine. And I have something that may work, but I need to see the circumstances. I don't even want to put it on the table until we get down there. But wait, Zira, Riley, anything that you can, can we just add? Can we just hear what you have? I mean, having more information is better than less, right, Thapa? Uh, For a brief duration, I can take, con- I can control the water around me to a degree, which is from my heritage. Oh, and she kind of motions to her hair. But she goes, I, I only have a limited amount of space and time. So if I were to push the water back, there is a very high chance if we do not get them out quick enough, I could lose control, the water could flood in and knock one of us unconscious. So there is, that's why I didn't want to bring it up. There is fairly substantial risk to doing this. I mean, it's still good just to know we can, we can. Uh, okay, uh, and no one has a, a teleport or anything? Or? I, I do not. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I just have a spell that makes me move a bit faster, so I think that's going to be useful, and I'm going to cast it on myself before we go into the water. Hey, uh, does anyone here have the ability to teleport, though? That would be very helpful. Uh, I have Missy step. Okay, that's that's very helpful. I can't take anybody with me, though. Uh, do we have any rope? Plenty, plenty. A lot of rope. And do we have enough to maybe... Oh, ne- never mind. Oh, it's dumb. No, no, Riley, what what do you want to do with the rope? Do we have enough to maybe uh, get uh, the rope to them? And maybe, because if, if we just need a, a direct route to get them out and get them a rope, and then we could either pull the rope uh, or, or um, maybe a faster way would be to lift anchors and then put it to the anchor to be a counterweight so that we can drop the anchor and then it pulls them all out. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. You want to build a makeshift trebuchet with our anchor to pull them out of the ocean? Just long enough that it won't like fling them like a trebuchet but to pull the line out, just to get them out, to break the the, uh, the uh, um, we'd have to 
It's flashy. <laughs> it could work, but it would be very funny. I was just thinking right. that they're going to have to know when to let go. Well, they don't actually. If we do it, if we get the right exact amount of of, of rope, then right, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. I think we can so we can or, figure it out. Or not even that, but we could just have like a uh, Neil and and Kothak and some of the others to be just get ready to abruptly stop the the uh, the anchor. So that they don't just get flung. Wait, can you explain to me what you want to do with the anchor again? Because I thought we were going to tie one end of the rope to the anchor. And one end of the rope, basically, with us. And then we have them hold on to it. And then you let the anchor go. That's exactly then... what I was saying, yes. Yeah, okay. but not to the... But it uh, the rope would also have to like tr- thread uh, along the ch- anchor chain all the way up to the deck because we don't want the anchor to pull us to the bottom of the sea. We want That's the anchor to pull that. us out of the water. So it has to yeah, kind it'd of... Have to, uh, it'd like have to go pulley, around the mast. Like a pulley, yeah, like a pulley go, system, yeah? Exactly, yeah. It would have to go around the mast or something. Okay, I I, I appreciate the creativity here. But um, if some if something goes wrong, it could snap the mast. Which mm, we could get stuck here, and that's not great. That's definitely not good. Uh, there is one more reason I would. I think we maybe would. I mean, I still like the idea with the rope, but maybe people on the deck would pull it and not the anchor. It's because there is a point where we will be exiting the interior of the ship while being tied to the while holding onto the rope, and there is some broken wood and ragged edges. I don't want to be pulled over the broken splinters of wood with great speed by the unstoppable force of the falling anchor. I would just... Yeah. All right, yeah, look, look, yes, we'll, enough, yeah. getting a little hurt by wood is better than drowning. Oh, that's true, too. Okay, here's what we'll do. We'll go down and investigate the scene more. Yuana, there weren't any other threats, shall I say, around the, the, the vicinity of the ship? Well, uh, other than the big-ass shark, nothing that uh, Holly noticed that would be dangerous. All right, I'm going to pull the ship a little closer. Um, and he looks over. Neil, um, get some of the sailors ready. Get the um, scavenging nets as we go. I want you fishing up goods. We're, we're going to stop to help this. There's a lot There's a lot of stuff there. There are crates and, and uh, stuff in the lowest deck. And also the rooms, uh, the cabins, seem to be very richly furnished. So there may be some valuables there that can salvage. All right. Or like jewelry on the bodies or something, if this is something that we're interested in taking. I kind of look at Koth. Survivors first. Don't know what we want to do. Yeah, survivors first, and then if there aren't any other threats, we can assess the situation further. Neil, just get your scavengers ready. We're going to lift anchor and take the ship over towards closer to where the wreckage is, and then drop anchor again. Vapa, can you go down with them? We'll get close enough that you can use the anchor to keep in relation to our ship, and she nods and then looks to all of you. Are you are you ready for a little uh, scuba diving? I'm gonna take off my shoes, yeah. <laughs> okay, do you guys want to do any kind of preparations before this? Um, oh, I mean, I got nothing. I was already ready for a fight, so I can jump in. Okay, yeah, I got nothing either. She reaches out, each of you put your hand on mine. I do. I do. And you watch as um, her hand starts to kind of glow a bit, like just her, the surface of her palm. And you see her hair kind of lift into the air and shimmer with more resplendent light than you previously saw. 
you can see inside her hair, there are these little kind of shells and opalescent trinkets that are kind of reflecting light outwards. And in that moment, you all feel a warmth in your hand and then a flutter in your chest and you kind of cough. And she goes, this should hold for a while. Let me double check here. This is like almost a whole day, I think. Yeah, this, this should keep us with the ability to breathe underwater for a very long time, at least a day. Um, though I don't I don't think our survivors may have that long. We don't know how long they've been here. Come, let's go. And she starts to climb into the boat that is kind of winched up on the edge of the ship. Yeah, I take one end of the... Are we still taking the rope so that we can pull people out of the wreckage? Yes, just in case. Keep it with us. It may be useful. Okay, Okay, but like, I, what I mean is, are we keeping with the idea that the, the people on deck have the second end of the rope? Right. Because I think this is still a good idea in case we need to be, we have like unconscious person that needs to be pulled to the deck quickly. Yes, Um. that's just good. Here, she motions and a sailor comes, comes over and procures some rope. And she goes, would you like to be the one responsible? Okay, I can I can have a one end of the rope. Somebody on on deck, hold on to the other end. Yes, she motions to Neil and he ties it down to the mast and he's standing there. And he goes, "Sure, give me three tugs and I will pull." Yes. Yes, great idea. Thank you. Three tugs and she kind of climbs into the boat as the anchor has been lifted and we're gonna fast forward a little bit as the boat makes its way into the fog over the the wreckage of the ship and you all kind of load up into the dinghy. You can hear the winch running as you're slowly dropped down into the water. And Vapa says, Ioana, can you guide us to where the the wreckage is exactly? I can, and I kind of reach into the water and pull Holly out because she would be kind of rejoining us at this point. And I put her on my head. (laughs) 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 She's like holding on to me with many, many tentacles. That is the strangest hat I've ever seen. It is, but it allows me to see in the dark. So, uh, yeah, let's let's go. And I jump in the water with my octopus hat. Oh, is it dark? <laughs> the deeper you go, the darker it gets. Oh, sorry, one more thing. I will cast Expeditious Retreat on myself before we go so that I can swim faster. Okay. Yeah. So Vapa takes off her kind of long, slick, um, oiled leather coat and drops it on the deck. And she kind of leans back into the water and just plops in. As she does, you hear her surface and she goes, Are you two coming? She takes off her hat and puts it inside the dinghy. Um, I guess I, I guess we have to. I will also cast Expeditious Retreat on myself. Nice. Everyone's swimming fast. I'm not a great swimmer. That's why. Zero, what <laughs> you doing? I don't have any of those practical spells, so I am doing nothing. Okay. Um, so you just plopping in? Yeah, I'm just going in behind everyone. So is Kothak going too? Kothak is staying behind. So it's us and Vapa? Yep. Let's go. Okay. So Vapa goes beneath the water and Zira, you're the last to plop out of the boat into the water. Now, as you all go underneath the water, this strange sensation again of you feel the air in your lungs, you feel yourself starting to get dizzy and you just inevitably open your mouth and the water pours in and there's that moment of panic. And then it just feels like you're breathing very humid air as you're suddenly able to respirate down here. And Joanna. I guess you take the lead. Yeah, and I lead everybody on the like the shortest path I know through the cabins, up the stairs, and to the frozen over door to what we assume are the kitchens. Okay, are you moving carefully, quickly? I guess quickly. Quickly, but not quickly enough that we, for example, lose Zira behind, who okay. cannot swim as fast as everybody else. So with a decent pace, all of you make your way to the ship, or at least the wreckage of it. As you approach, 
Riley, Zira, you see the same kind of similar scene that Ioana saw when she first came down here through the eyes of Holly, her octopus. You see this big shadowy form that feels reminiscent of a mountain. And as you approach closer and closer, you can see that it's a coral reef that has been assaulted and kind of obliterated. It's covered in ice in tons of places and frozen to this coral reef. You can see this large ship that has been cut, cut in half down the middle. On the way, is there anything you all would like to do? I would also like perception checks from everyone. Damn. <laughs> Disadvantage, advantage, or just regular? I'm going to say if you don't have dark vision, it'll be a disadvantage. Gotcha. So if you do have dark vision, just regular? Yep. And did you say investigation or perception? Darn, I should have casted detect magic. Oh, oh well. You still can. No, I don't have it prepared. I'd have to cast a oh. ritual. A natural 20. Wow. Okay, so on the approach, Zira, maybe it's just because you're in the back. You can see that there's lots of fish and undersea life in this area. You see little schools of fish weaving throughout the coral, though you don't see any big concerning monsters. Though as you approach closer and closer, you do see that below where some bodies from this wreck have sunken all the way down to the bottom, you can see that there are a school of these strange looking sharks that have been not necessarily a school, but a group of them that have uh-huh. been chomping down on some of these bodies that are down here. As they pass, can you roll me a nature check? Notcher. Notcher, yeah. Give me that notcher check. <laughs> I got an eight. Eight. You don't know much about these particular creatures. At first you think, oh, it's like a big white shark. And then you look at it and you watch one of them turn into your horror. You can see that its bottom jaw is curled like the shell of like a snail and it's covered in teeth. It's the thing. Yeah. If you had rolled a nature check, you would know that these are called world tooth sharks and maybe got a little more about them. But for now, it looks like they're just kind of in a frenzy eating up down below, which is probably about 50, 60 feet below you. Oh, God. But you all swim towards the, the ship. Yeah, I had 18 on perception, but never I got eight, so I'm not saying anything. Okay, yeah. You all make your way up towards the ship. And in front of you are these kind of multiple tiered decks of the ship, almost like a big wooden sandwich, which is kind of funny to think about. Which layer of this would you like to go into? Well, the way to the survivor is through the cabins and up the stairs at the end of the corridor, and there's the door. Okay, so you all swim down. Roll me a... Are you being quick? Are you being sneaky? Mm. Um, I think I would like to be quick because I yeah. saw this ice melting. Okay. Could I also be on the lookout for anything that I would think is magic? Um. Yeah, roll me a investigation check as you pass all the other levels of the ship. I'm just going to do it at disadvantage because we're trying to do this quick. Okay, that's fine. So, like, I wouldn't, yeah, I would just assume even if he's good at it, he would just wouldn't be. Oh, man, I should have said that. God, um, nine, I think. Hold on. Investigation, right? Yeah, nine. So, as you're passing by, you see there's a bunch of goods floating in this kind of gala space where all these kind of bodies are. In the back, you do see a looming shadow of what could be a shark eating down. Um, nom, nom. But... As you pass by, when you're swimming, your hand brushes against something small and round, and you grab it, and it's a coin purse. And as you're swimming down further, do you open it and look at it, or do you just kind of pocket it as you keep going? I'll pocket it for now. Okay, so you swim past and continue further down into the quarters of this ship. Ahead of you is a long, dark hallway, and there are a handful of closed doors. Now, do you want to reinvestigate this place or just 
breezing by. Just breezing by, and if anything catches my eye. Okay, so passing through the space, you realize pretty quickly that there isn't anything that seems crazy valuable in here, but you swim down the hall and pass by four closed doors and make your way to this stairwell in the back, which goes off to the right and kind of curves in the direction of like the front of the ship, which is frozen into the coral reef here. Ahead of you, there is a door at the top of the stairs that is frozen on its right side and the bottom. What would you all like to do? Knock on the door like I did and try to kind of shout, we're here to help, we're gonna open the door. How many of you are there? Do you, you don't know Morse code. <laughs> I don't know no. Morse code, but does maybe Vapa? Vapa does? Yeah. Vapa, you see her kind of swimming near you, and when you open your mouth to speak, Vapa giggles a little because your voice is like super warbly. Yeah. It's, it's not traveling well because, you know, our vocal cords are built to transmit air, not... Yeah. So, like, it, it just sounds like you're going... And she's but like, you actually can speak underwater. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, Very yeah. true. Your words are there, but the question is... Will it carry through ice and wood to the people on the other side? Yeah. And I'm rolling a check to see if it does. 15. I'm going to say because that would be a very hard thing to be able to understand someone you don't know through a wall underwater. They don't understand what you're saying, but you do hear a banging, a knocking on the wall. And then the knocking stops and then the knocking starts again. Oh, God. I kind of look at Vapa and like, do you understand the code that they're tapping out? Um, She puts her ear up to the wall. They're, they're just asking for help. Okay, then let's help them. I would like to break the door. Oh my god, okay. Do any of you react to this? Me! Do any of you... Riley, you're the one that reacts to this. Okay. Wait! What? Let's... We don't have a solid plan. We do. We grab the rope that is tied to the mast. We tug on it three times and Neil starts pulling us out and everybody gets out. Because... Because, like, couldn't we just, couldn't we, yeah, like, even if we're fast, but, you know, um, couldn't we, that's what I was trying to say, like, maybe if we figure out how long it takes and we don't think they can make it, we can use shatter or something to make a direct line and then we can just drop the rope or whatever. Oh, okay. And then it's fast. We already have the rope. I know, but we'll just have to swim back out. Like, it's, it's not that big of a deal. Okay, so Ioana, you're just going straight for the door. I mean, when they stop me, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna say, oh, okay. How long did it take us to swim from the surface to this door? About five minutes, because you were going quick. Shit. Because we were going quick. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think we have to backtrack, or we have to make a direct hole, just like straight Wait. up right now, and then we can. The the cabins the cabins that were open the ones that Riley was examining a little bit and I also was uh, looking into them, do they have windows? Some of them did, yeah. Let's crack open the cabins that are closest to the stairs, and we can get out through the cabin window to the open water and straight to the surface. This should take less than five minutes, right? Can Wait, hold on. So I'm trying to figure out. So the the five minutes. Oh, you mean from the 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 edge of the ship? to where you are now? No, from the surface, from, from the, the place surface, where there is Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Okay, so that, that would speed it up a little bit, yeah. But do we know by how much? No. We wouldn't have to swim all the way, I, like, down still, to the yeah, end of the corridor, right? But I still think that we should probably have a rope. And right now, we drag the rope all the way through the whole boat, so we'd have to go back, or, you know? Right. 
Well, I am on door breaking duty, so who is going to be on the um, rope delivery duty? Can I also see and swim faster than me? I can't, but can I also just check the ice? Is it like natural, like regular ice, or is it some sort of weird ice? Roll me an arcana check. And is it like thick ice? So while Riley is doing this, I'm just going to mm, the I don't know. cabin below. It's a uh, one. Yeah, you have no idea. So you walk up to the cabin door, and as you're about to check it out, Vapa puts her hand on your shoulder, and she says, I could maybe give us an airlock right here, but I would have to focus all of my concentration on keeping the water back. So let's have everything in place, and then you can do that, right? And yes. then they will swim to this cabin, take a deep breath, and then go through the window of the cabin to the surface. They should be able to do it, even if they're weak, right? I agree. As long as they aren't injured, that could be bad if there are any predators about. Oh, there are, I think. There are definitely sharks. There is at least one shark that I know of. Sharks, plural. I saw plural. They were not necessarily near us, but they were below, munching on some somebodies. Oh, that's not good. Okay. I don't know if they're going to still be preoccupied or I don't know. Ioana, you can break the window. Um... Do that. Just make sure there's no glass. If they get caught on the way out, it could cause more damage than yes. it would yes, be worth. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So I'm going to, like, open, like, crack open, because you said that the four cabins closest to the door were closed. So I'm going to crack open the door and then crack open the window and uh, make sure there is the clear path where the rope can be Okay. Taken. I have a question for you. How long would you like to take to do that? Me? Yes. No time at all. Okay. So you, like, smash the window and are you going to, like, try and pick the glass out like make sure oh it's... yeah 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 sure sure absolutely like i'm gonna take like uh i don't know where maybe there's like a like a blanket or or something on the oh, beds okay, see, or or something like curtains or whatever basically like line the edges so that there aren't any sharp pieces of glass sticking out okay um roll me you know what here's a, here's how we'll do this roll me a initiative check not to see how quickly you do it i sure just, yeah this is kind of a gauge here because i have an actual number value for how much time they have left 14. Okay, that's good. That'll only cost you a few minutes. It takes you about three minutes to break the glass and then make find the appropriate stuff and fill it up so that there's just enough room. This this is just enough to maybe fit, I think, the biggest person in your group. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. be a little lenient there. What are Riley and Zira doing while this window is being broken? I was taking the rope and swimming back out so that I can loop it to the hole she just made right oh i see what you mean you're trying to thread the rope through yeah the rope is currently we took it with us so it's being zigzagged throughout this whole corridor and what the whole ship and we want it to just be right out like threaded through this window so that once they get to the window they can grab it they could just tug three times and then neil will just okay so you swim out and around um roll me a perception check Oh, perception. I'm pretty sure that's a plus one. Uh, Fifteen. Okay. Fifteen. You swim out and around with the rope as Yuan is breaking the window. Yuan, can you roll me a tiny dexterity check? Tiny dexterity check. It is 13. Ooh, good. Okay. If not, you would have just cut your finger a little on some glass. Ah. Riley, you go out and around and you're outside of this window. You find the one because you see Yuan's hand come through it. And you, like, after she's got it all battened up, you thread the rope through. And Ioana, 
to your fear and a bit of surprise. Riley's sitting there and you see a shadow just pass by behind him, maybe about 15 feet. And Riley, you slowly turn and you see one of these world tooth sharks just gently swimming by. It grabs onto a corpse and starts eating. It's maybe like 30 feet from you. And then you kind of look over your shoulder and down and you can see there are at least five or six more prowling through the waters below, feasting. Well, they have easier food source than the food source that can potentially kick them in the nose. So maybe they will stay occupied with those corpses. And if not, maybe we will cast some spells and get out of there. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. Zero, what were you doing while they were doing this? So I was with Rapa, um, <laughs> and I wanted to ask. So she's making an air pocket, which basically just means that there's no water there, right? Yeah, so you're asking her how the spell works, and she goes, what I can do is I can take conscious control of water within a certain region of space and kind of move it around. And what I can probably do is make a, I can probably make a tunnel of air between this door and the chamber, the, the, the room that we're going to be using to climb out of and just kind of hold the water back. But that will be the only thing I can be doing. Okay. It will okay. only last 10 minutes. So if something goes wrong, there is a chance, or if I get hurt, there is a chance the water will collapse on us. Okay. So my 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 plan, my line of thinking is, I want to be the last one out. I want yeah. all the people or a person, I don't know how many people are in there, to go. And then Baba goes, and then I go, just in case like something is around, I don't, I, I want to protect Papa. Okay, that, that we can definitely make sure of. Um, okay, so let's go get them. And as you guys are finishing up this chamber, Vapa comes and gets you. And you're, we're all kind of setting the scene here at the bottom of the stairs. And Vapa says, I can make a tunnel of air between that door and the chamber you're, you have set up as an escape route. Are we ready? I'm ready. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. You wanna, you as well? Yeah, I think I will be the one breaking the door, right? I guess so. Okay, here, um, hold your breath for a moment. When all of the water around you suddenly vanishes, you're going to probably vomit up some seawater. And she takes her hands and pulls them apart with all of her fingers touching, almost like she's knitting a web with her fingers. And when she pulls her hands apart, you watch her eyes, these kind of um, vibrant, as your eyes glow and you can see that the, the watery hair around you actually because she's down this low it looks like she just has a small reef of like coral and shells that are following her around because it's water in water <laughs> so down here i guess she would look bald but she pulls her hands back and you watch as all the water suddenly evacuates that space can i get an athletics check from everybody in this space Hey folks, and thanks for sticking around. You may notice this week that my voice is still a little bit gravelly. This cough just won't go away, so you're going to have to deal with gravel Mike, for a little bit. Anyways, our theme song titled A New Hero in Town was created by Kevin McLeod. We use his work pretty frequently throughout our production, so be sure to check them out on Incomputech Music for more.
Our ambient tracks for this episode were created by Sword Coast Soundscapes, which you'll find linked in our episode description. In addition, we also utilize tracks from Dark Fantasy Studios. Stay safe, stay healthy, and see you soon.